Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It's a pleasure to be back on a solo episode today. Short and sharp, I'm just here today to share my experiences around building a brand. Um, Ever since I started building up Danny Kennedy Fitness back in... I think it was like 2013, I first started my first social media account um, for the fitness side of things. And obviously over the years, it's evolved a lot and I've learned so much and um, my message has always stayed the same. Um, I've just added tools to the toolkit and you know the direction of your path will always change, um, which is something that I feel like I've learned over the years to not get too tied down to, I guess, what you think your identity is in terms of what you feel like you have to be sharing or what you the, the path you feel like you have to go on, that's always going to change um, as you evolve as a person as well. And, you know, by no means am I saying that my, my audience is the largest out there, but I know that over the years I've been able to provide value and, um, and reach more and more people across social media and with the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast email list and obviously in person as well in terms of being able to network and build my and expand my network and my audience and um, the opportunities that have been able to come from that. So I think although you may look at uh, my journey and and see it as a a fitness or health and fitness kind of journey, which it definitely has been, there's been so many opportunities outside of that as well. And as I mentioned, I continue to expand and grow and, you know, there's some really exciting um, opportunities that, that are kind of coming about at the moment. And as I learn to kind of listen to my own kind of intuition as well, I think, and what really excites me and what what energizes me um, at the moment, that is continuing to evolve, and we're going to be adding different pillars to uh, the business and you know in and out of the fitness space as well, which I'm really excited about. And I guess this is just a bit of a stepping block to continue building up to that um, and being able to service more people, help more people across the board, not just with their physical appearance. Um, but also mental health as well and expand their mindset and and continue to grow as a person, which is what we should all, I guess, be aiming for. But as I said today, I want to touch on a few different points around how I've been able to build my brand um, effectively, I guess, and and build an audience and a follower base, I guess you could call it, and and target clientele and, and, and service more people in a way that has been effective but has allowed me to enjoy the whole process and stick really true to my message because I think that's probably one of the first things that I would recommend if you are listening to this at the moment and you have that goal or the vision of building your own personal brand or whether it's a product, company, whatever it is, is you have to understand what your purpose is right from the start and that can be quite difficult but to put it as simply as possible, you need to figure out what really energizes and excites you and who you want to help and you need to try and stick to that lane and as I said that will continue to evolve but 
if you're purely kind of doing something off the off the back of wanting to do it for a financial gain or or you're doing it because you feel like it's on trend at the moment or it's what everyone else is doing, then you're never going to be able to stick to it because it's not something that you are going to genuinely enjoy in the long run. And that'll come through within your content. You know, I think it's super obvious when you see someone sharing content or, or spreading their message or chasing after a, a specific goal or vision, you can always tell when they're passionate about it because it kind of just comes out naturally. And that's what's going to attract the people that you want to attract into your life, whether it's within your business or not. The energy you put out there will come back. And um, again, I want to keep this nice and short, but hopefully valuable for you guys that are listening at the moment. Again, regardless of what industry you're in or what your specific objective is with your content or your brand and your business, I think these uh, tips will help you today. So the very first one I want to talk about um, is is giving back. So years ago, I was fortunate enough um, to meet uh a person who had a big impact on me and, and particularly in terms of how they structured, I guess, their content and their message around con- uh, around sharing content with the audience. And even guys like Gary Vee and a lot of the, the bigger entrepreneur names out there typically have this similar message and it's always around giving back and always giving without any expect- expectation in return. So not only is that going to allow you to you know, never feel like you've been let down or never feel like um, you know, you've, you've got the raw end of the deal, but when it comes to trying to provide value and service to your audience or whoever you are trying to reach, I think the goal should always to be to give more than you are asking to receive. So give always giving, 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 and rarely asking. Okay, so in any form of transaction, whether it's with financial, um, whether it's just with your time and energy, whether it's value, whatever it is, I think the goal should always be to give back as much as possible and start to think of what you're doing as a boomerang effect. So every single day, like I don't wake up in the morning and go to myself, all right, how can I try and get as many people today to pay me as much as possible. Although my goal obviously is to continue to grow and expand my business and financially we we always want to be striving to be in as best position possible. But when you have the the mindset around being able to give more than you are you're asking to receive or even wanting to receive, that will come back to you. So the boomerang effect, think of it like this, what you put out there will come back to you, just like a boomerang, if you're a good throw. Otherwise it might end up on the fucking neighbor's roof. But <laughs> but in terms of when you are providing content um, to your audience or when you are giving a service, even if someone is paying you, the goal should always to be to give them more value than what they have paid for, whether that's with their time um, or whether it's with their money. So when I'm putting out these podcasts, when I'm doing emails to my email list or posting on social media or when I'm working with a client in person, whether it's online, whether it's doing mentor type of sessions with new personal trainers or people on their mindset. The goal for me is for always after I've had any form of interaction with someone, whether it be in person or online for them to leave that, that meeting or leave that um, social media post or after listening to this podcast, I want you to always walk away feeling like that I have offered you so much value without asking for pretty much anything in return that you feel like, you know, you should feel like you have always got the best end of the deal, in in my opinion. And regardless of whether, like I said, regardless of whether that's financial deal or whether it's just your time and energy, I want to be able to give out as much as I possibly can for free. You know, uh, 
you know, there's obviously boundaries to that when it comes to time um, in person and you actually spending your time one-on-one with someone. I feel like you need to always value yourself and your service um, at the highest regard, particularly if you put in time and energy and, and money and whatnot to, to build up your expertise and your experience, then obviously you need to be valuing your time um, as much as possible because time is our biggest asset. But when it comes to putting out content and things like that, you need to understand that your goal is to offer as much value as possible. Again, even if you're not selling a product, you want to be able to always give more than you're asking to receive. And that's why I think the boomerang effect effect is so so effective. And that, that applies for all areas of life as well. I think what you put out into the world will come back to you. You know, what you, um, you, you reap what you sow, whatever the hell that saying is. Um, and, and it's an awesome kind of, it's, it's an awesome mindset to live by because that way you're not going into every single day, always expecting something and then feeling let down when you don't get it or, or you never kind of, you don't have that sense of entitlement. Um, and it's very hard to be let down if you never have any expectation in the first place. So it's always for me that that first one is giving back as much as possible, putting out as much value as I possibly can, but thinking of it like a boomerang effect and whether it's instantaneous or whether it's in the long run, what you put out there will come back to you in some way or another. And that works both ways as well, positive and negative. So always keeping that in mind when you're, when you're putting out certain energy or certain content is that what you put out will come back to you. The second thing that has helped me over the years is my confidence. And this is something that takes a while to grow for some people. But the way I look at confidence is this. If I've put in the work, if I've put in the time, whether that's learning my craft um, or even back when you know I was playing more sport, if I've put in the time in training, then I have to be able to believe in myself and believe and, and have that self-confidence, self-belief that that work is going to pay off. And Think of yourself, particularly if there's someone listening at the moment that is sees themselves as an expert in their field. If you are constantly talking to clients or constantly putting out, out content and you don't seem confident, then why the hell would anybody want to pay you for your service or why would they want to listen to what you have to say if you don't, don't feel that confidence within yourself also? And again, this will take time to build up and, and I think confidence comes through action as well. So it's it's around trying things even when you're not confident. So I've used this example so many times, but the the podcast, I was obviously never confident at recording podcasts. I was never confident at public speaking or speaking in front of cameras and all that type of stuff. But over the years through doing YouTube vlogs, through working with Keep It Cleaner, through putting out content on my social media, through recording podcasts, through actually speaking in public and putting myself in uncomfortable positions, I've been able to build that confidence through action and the confidence does not come from you know procrastinating or talking about action it comes from actually doing it and you know you're never going to be perfect at something at the start and you'll probably never be perfect at anything in general but the only way to improve that the only way to hone in on your skills and to eventually try and work towards mastering your craft is through taking action and that takes us to the third point here and that is taking action Okay, so so many people get stuck in you know paralysis by analysis about whether it's starting a course, whether it's starting a business, whether it's about putting up an Instagram post or uh, publishing a podcast or going to speak to the the guy or girl that you want to you want to spend time with. All this type of stuff, people spend way too much time in paralysis by analysis, thinking about every possible outcome, the good, the bad, the ugly. 
when all you need to do is take action. Okay, and I think particularly when you have, you know, uh, I speak to a lot of people all the time who get overwhelmed by their to-do list or overwhelmed with how much they need to do to build up their business or working with new um, fitness trainers who have just come out of their qualification. They want to build their business and they, they look at how many things they need to do to, to get to where they want to be. And instead of taking action, they sit there planning everything and getting overwhelmed by how much there is to do. But by simply taking action and starting to work towards what you want, then the momentum will start to build up and you'll, you'll learn through all the mistakes. You see what does work, what doesn't work. But without the action, then the results do not come. And that's something that I feel like I've prided myself on over the years is that I just kind of jump in and give it a go. I don't wait to be told that things are going to, to work out perfectly. I don't wait to, to feel like I know everything before I start. I just jump in, take action, and then learn from experience through trial and error, make uh, you know minor changes and tweaks here and there when things do and don't work. And you have to keep in mind that those that tend to do well in any area of expertise or in anything really are the ones that are willing to fail and make the most mistakes and they learn from them. So very rarely would you look at someone that's doing well and that's just been a linear progression. It's almost never the case. The people that tend to do well in any field are the ones who have made the most mistakes and been willing to learn from them because they've gone in and they've seen what works, what doesn't work, and that's where they take their confidence from, coming back to the step before this. And, I mean, again, this kind of leads us on to the next point here is that you must be willing to invest in yourself, Okay, so you think of trying to get in shape. If you don't understand how to eat and train for for long-term results, then it would make sense for you to hire a fitness trainer or a coach or someone who has been there and has the experience and is able to save you the time and the effort in in showing you the steps that are going to work. So it saves you the, the hassle of having to make all those mistakes yourself. Now, as I just said, taking action is super important. But if you think about, you know, and I often get this pushback or not so much anymore, but in the past we get the pushback around pricing around my, my personal training sessions or online and whatnot. And it kind of used to resonate with me a little bit because I would always feel that way about certain other areas of my life as well, whether I wanted to learn how to better uh, um, provide an online service and whatnot. I would look at doing courses around setting up online courses and stuff like that or setting up online coaching and the price point would be so high to work with someone and it'd be hard to make that decision. But over the years, I've had that mindset shift where I now, you know, even just this past week um, with with someone who has been a guest on this show before and doing super well and, and I knew that I could learn something from this person. I invested a lot of money and time into this person, way more than than you know, what I was kind of, you know, and this is what you have to kind of put yourself in uncomfortable positions sometimes. If you're willing to invest your time and money into something, even if at the time it feels like big and scary, not only are you going to 100% commit mentally, but you are also investing in yourself, okay? And you're saving yourself that time and energy. So although it may seem like a lot of money at the time to go and work with a personal trainer, or it may seem like a lot of money to get a business coach or whatever it may be, you have to understand that time is your valuable, most valuable asset. So if the money that you have spent is going to save you time in the long run, then you have made your money back tenfold straight away, okay? And you are learning from someone else's experience who has taken the action. It's going to save you that time. It's going to allow you to get to where you want to be in a much shorter period of time. And you need to continue investing in yourself. Now, 
as I mentioned, this may be working with a coach, this may be working um, with a trainer, maybe paying for someone's services to save you time at something that you're not good at. It may be learning new things, going to seminars, doing different courses, more education, um, you name it reading books, audio books, um, whatever it may be. If you are able to continue investing in yourself, you will not only save yourself the, I guess, the difficulty of having to make all the mistakes in certain areas that you may not be good at, but you will save yourself the time and time is our most valuable asset. I feel like I rambled a fuckload in that little point there, but you know what I'm trying to get at. Um, so just to fucking summarize that one, Invest in yourself as much as possible. I think that'll always be the the best investment that you can possibly make. Obviously, in terms of financials and stuff like that, I'm like definitely not giving out any financial advice around what you should invest in. But I think, regardless of what the best investment may be, when we talk about stocks and fucking crypto and all that different type of shit, the best investment you will ever make is within yourself. The next point here is that you you must. Well, you not must, but something that has worked extremely well for me is document your journey through social media, through email lists, through your journal, through people you talk to. I think at the moment, because content is such a such a pull when it comes to generating more leads within your business or building your audience, people feel like they need to create the most amazing shit to post online, and that's where that anxiety and that maybe the lack of confidence comes in because people don't know what is the right thing or how much time they should be spending. And I've definitely been stuck in that position before. But one of the most effective ways for me to build my brand has been documenting my own journey and getting super vulnerable with it too. So sharing all the things that have worked for me, but even sharing the things that don't. And instead of trying to create this amazing content, which don't get me wrong, there's always a time and a place for that. It's just documenting your journey. So some of the highest engaging content that I put out literally comes from me just sharing what I'm doing throughout the day. Things that I probably find maybe boring or things that I don't even put any second thought to is maybe the one thing or some of the things that people really need to see or that maybe what gives them the energy and the excitement and the confidence to go and do their own thing or attracts them to you for your services or your brand or whatever it may be. So documenting your journey. Um, and, and just kind of showing the process of what you're going through as well. And obviously this takes a level of vulnerability, um, which a lot of people kind of struggle with, but I implore you to, to get as vulnerable as possible, particularly if you have a brand or a business, because that's what people are going to relate with. No one wants to see the final product over and over and over again if it feels out of reach for them or if it feels like they cannot relate to it. One of the best pieces of feedback that I've received over the years with my own business and my content is people feel like they're able to relate to it. Uh, even with this podcast, clearly I don't make it too proper. I'm willing to swear and willing to stuff up. If I make mistakes within the episodes, I typically keep them in there um, most of the time. But people are able to relate with that. So I think that's, that's something that is going to attract the right people to you and people can understand that you're the same as them because you are. Everyone, everyone has their own story. Everyone has their struggles. Everyone has their wins. Um, and if you can share that with everyone, then people not only appreciate it, but they're able to relate to that as well. And I think that's extremely powerful. A couple more here, guys. Um, I think the next one I'll, I'll mention, um, which is super important, is listening to what your audience wants or the, the people that you want to reach. You need to listen to what they want because particularly within business, I find it's super easy to have an idea of what you think you should be posting online, what you think your target client wants, 
And if you continue to just run with that without putting any thought or um, without actually listening to what your audience wants, you may be wasting your time and, and you're just not gonna, going to be aligned with, with what you think should be coming in in comparison to what you probably should be putting out. So prime example is with this podcast, I often ask people what they would like to hear on the show. Okay, and I use that feedback and create the content for it. Okay, if you've got a product that you're selling and the feedback is, you know, X, Y, and Z or this part of the product is really bad but you think that it's really good and you just keep putting it out there but your audience doesn't agree with you, then you can't be disappointed or frustrated when people aren't willing to, to buy your product because you haven't listened to the audience. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Okay, and that applies for all conversations, that applies for all relationships, I think listening is a skill that so many people are not great at and something that I've had to get better at over the years as well is trying to just spend more time listening to your audience or listening to the person you are talking to than you are speaking and you'll always gain a lot more value from the conversation. You'll always be able to provide more value if you are able to hone in on the skill of actually listening Um, and it seems super simple but is extremely underrated and it will do absolute wonders for you and your brand or your business, whatever you're trying to build at the moment. Now, I want to wrap this up because I'm sure there's plenty of other things we can put in here, but the last part here, super underrated and it's what people do not want to hear over uh, most of the time and that is consistency. You must be consistent. People always want like the the easy, easy route. People want to understand how they can get from where they are now to where they want to be as fast as possible. But what people aren't willing to do is understand that it takes time. You have to, it compounds over time, okay? The small efforts done exceptionally well on a daily basis over time compound to bigger and better things. And once you get your head around that and you, you wrap your head around that and have that mindset, then not only will will that kind of show within what you are doing, but you know, your motivation levels will stay so much higher, okay, because you understand that you're not hoping that it's going to happen overnight. Obviously, it'd be amazing if shit did happen overnight, but most of the time it will not. So if you're able to understand that and have the mindset that as long as I wake up every single day and I show up, I do what I know I need to do and I'm patient, I don't have any expectation of when I'm going to get to the end result, because you never know what will happen along the way or how long it's going to take or what t- uh, twists and turns it may take along the way. You may be heading in one direction and you know life naturally pulls you in a different one and that may be better. Okay, So I think everything happens for a reason and if you're too impatient, if you're wanting things to happen too quickly, you will make, um, I guess, what is it called? What's the word? I'm so shit with thinking of words. Um, you will make... Nah it's gone. Um, but you'll, you'll make moves that aren't aligned with your true purpose purely because that uh, desperate, that's the one super hard word. I know. Um, but you'll make desperate moves and that really shows. Okay. Whereas if you have the patience and you're not too tied up to the end outcome, and that's something that I've struggled with a bit. I put out a bit of content recently talking about how I had a month or two where I was feeling super negative, um, which is, which is not, like me typically and the whole reason was because I was tied to the outcome and I was starting to compare myself to where I thought I should be and where other people were and that's not something that I've ever typically done but in that period where I was looking at where I am right now instead of being super grateful for for where I am and looking back at where I started and the progress and the journey that I've been on to get to where I am right now I was starting to compare myself to others compare myself to where I thought I should be 
And that not only made me super negative, but I started to make stupid decisions within my business and spending all this time and energy on things that I probably shouldn't have been. And, you know, surprise, surprise, I still wasn't at the end result. So it was just kind of a bit of a, a, a snowball effect. And um, not only was it not helping me within the business, but it was also making me super negative and, and putting me in a bad headspace as well, which is never good um, for anybody. Okay, so... I plan to do some more content around this, particularly around the mindset side of things. I'm really starting to to step into that a bit more now and put more time and energy into that. And I want to help you guys out and show you the tools that I've been able to add to my toolkit over time to allow me to get to this point now where I feel like I have this bulletproof mindset. And obviously there's certain times where it's not going to be, but I've been able to add in things that have allowed me to operate at what I feel like is a super high level, have much better self-awareness, um, you know, put practices into play each and every single day that allowed me to operate, as I said, at a super high level um, and attract more things that I want into my life and and continue on my own journey and my own path and enjoy the process along the way and obviously help more and more people can continue to build and grow each and every single year. Um, and it's super exciting and I want to share that with you guys as well. So hopefully this episode has been somewhat enjoyable for you. I know I've rambled a bit. Um, it's actually quite early in the morning, so... Oh, uh, who knows? But hopefully you've uh, hopefully you have enjoyed it, guys. And if you have, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of this episode and and share this one on your Instagram story for me. I'd love to get some feedback around this one to see who has been impacted by it um, and if it resonates with you at all. But again, this is just what works for me. Coming back to one of the points today, I'm just documenting my journey and sharing it with you guys, and hopefully you're able to resonate and take some value away as well. So. Thank you so much for tuning in. Quick reminder, anybody who is looking for some help with their training and nutrition, you can always head to dannykennedyfitness.com. Check out my memberships, whether it's the VIP club. There's plenty of different options for absolutely everybody. Otherwise, enjoy my free content. Make sure you sign up to the free email list and follow along with my social media to get way more content like this. Um, and I appreciate you listening and, and can't wait to talk to you guys again super soon. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and I'm looking forward to chatting to you guys in the next episode.